0: Welcome to the Left of Straight Show, where we talk entertainment, music, books, foodies, and more each week with special guest interviews of interest to the LGBTQ community and our straight allies. Direct from the entertainment capital of Northeast Ohio. Northeast Ohio. Your host, Scott Fullerton, chats with some of your favorite entertainers, celebrities, newsmakers, and behind-the-scenes people across the country and around the world who make it all happen. So sit back, grab your favorite beverage, and let's start talking.
1: Hey guys, we are back because if it's Tuesday, it's time for another five questions with today. I'm so excited to have three of the co-hosts for no new friends podcast. They host every Wednesday night after dark edition. And Chris and Scott can also be found on the regular Sunday edition for it. Guys, welcome back to uh, five questions with how are we doing tonight.
2: Fantastic. It's Fantastic. It's amazing. been so long since we've seen everybody. Uh, it's just good to be here.
1: I I need a hug. It's been so long. So thank you very much for that. I'm a hugger.
2: I I love love hugging.
1: There you go. Bring it in, everybody. Well, guys, I appreciate you taking the time to play five questions. If you missed my interview, go ahead and check the link down below. We had a fantastic talk all about their podcast, um, how Nick being the – we have Scott and Chris who are fantastic LGBT allies, Nick being part of our LGBT community and how this kind of really helped shape the Wednesday night episode along with so many other great topics and interviews they've done with some fantastic people. So be sure to check that out in the links below as well. You guys ready to play a little five questions with? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. All right, we talk about you guys being fantastic allies and uh, part of the LGBT community here. Let's ask uh, if you had the chance and you got hall passes from your significant others, who would our straight allies go gay for play with today? And who would Nick go straight for, for a day? Okay.
2: For me, JJ Reddick, Kevin James, and Pete Buttigieg.
1: Nice. I like, I've had Pete on the show before. Very good Good choice. I know. Chris, what about you?
3: Oh, this one's easy for me. I think Kevin Costner after watching all that Yellowstone Scott.
2: Oh, yeah, that's true.
1: Awesome. I don't you know. Go. Casey
2: Dutton is more my more, more my type, <laughs> I think.
1: And Nick, what about you? Who would you uh, use? You. I don't even you had to I use... didn't
4: think I've thought about this. I've been gay for so long now.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and it's changed over the years. So it's really like... funny that this the, the straight
2: guys were very quick See, to... I know, you to guys were very quick.
4: Oh, like we
2: thought t- about this.
3: <laughs> that was just the tip of the iceberg.
4: <laughs> i don't know like um i mean i guess my favorite singer lady gaga
1: there you go that would work yeah
4: we'll, go, we'll just stick with one
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll go, we'll go with the power icon i yeah. like it okay there's no wrong answers there all right very good gentlemen question number two you guys have had some fun and humorous talks on your show about uh both scott and chris's hoarding tendencies If you had to sell an utterly useless item from your hoard in an infomercial, how would you convince people that they absolutely need it in their lives? Chris, what would you sell from your hoarding collection?
3: What (laughs) would I sell and how would I sell it? Exactly. Well, my magic
1: beans, of course. (laughs) Very well. How would you sell your magic beans? Do you have any magic beans? I do not at this time in my life. Surprisingly, I
3: have some right here. I have extras and you can have them. You plant them, you'll grow food forever. Doesn't matter the climate, doesn't matter the time of year. Just grow and grow and grow.
1: Sold. Very good. (laughs) Quick turnaround. (laughs) Scott, what about you?
2: All right. Uh, Picture it, if you will. You're you're a parent and uh, it is nine o'clock at night and your kid loses their tooth. Okay. (laughs) But. You misplaced the tooth and it's time to do the tooth fairy thing. You can't find it. That's why you come to my garage sale where I have a whole pencil box through it with a full of kids' teeth that nice. you can repurpose as your kid's own tooth to put under the pillow.
1: Very sentimental. Are, do you sell them or do they rent them and get them back and make it a recurring income? Stream?
2: Oh, this is a good business plan. I think we will we'll do a rental service for used teeth.
1: I like this. And Nick, you're not really the hoarder, but let's say what's Mm -hmm. a silly item you found in one of your vacation spots that you think you could sell uh, to some unsuspecting person out there. Probably
5: the
4: Holy Bible. I would say. There's always a Holy Bible in every room here. <laughs> 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 me, I mean, who doesn't want to take a Holy Bible home with them?
1: <laughs> I did not think that way. Bless me, Father, for I have not sinned enough. I don't know. I didn't put the Bible in there. All right. Very, very good. All right. So you guys are all part of the No New Friends podcast. Imagine you're stuck in an elevator with a famous person. and The only way you can get out is if you promise to be friends with them. Who's the celebrity you're stuck with? And what would you have to do to be friends with you?
2: Scott. I, uh, I mean, this, it could be anybody. If they were a cele- I'm so starstruck all the time that uh, it, 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 it could be a D-level celebrity, and I'm, I'm good. Um, I don't uh, – let's hear. What celebrity would I want to be friends with? I don't know. Uh, Jeremy Miller was a really cool guy. So, I'm going to stick with Jeremy Miller. He was a really cool dude. I want to be there his best go. friend.
1: Nick, what about you?
4: I'd probably have to say, like, Will Ferrell. I just, I love his comedy and just, he always has just something crazy to come up with that can keep me entertained for days.
1: There you go. And so, his comedy would be what it takes to make you his friend. All right, Chris, what about you?
3: I was going to say Scott Maffei, but. Um, I, think, I think I think maybe uh, Morgan Freeman so I could just have him follow me around narrating everything I do so even on a bad day it just sounds like I'm doing something super interesting <laughs> either him or David Attenborough the guy from uh, Planet Earth yeah that'd be pretty interesting I too
1: love Chris them. should not
2: have bought those Pokemon cards <laughs> but in fact he did buy those Pokemon cards
1: that's amazing I love that alright question number four You have been stranded on a desert island, but much like the professor, you can uh, create and make, bring one music, one movie or TV show, and one food to eat the entire time on the island. What would you bring with you? Nick? One piece of music, one movie or TV show, and one food.
4: All right, so a piece of music, I'd have to say Ariana Grande and Gaga, Rain On Me. Nice. Food, pizza, because I could eat pizza twenty four seven. Or do I want tacos? Tacos mm. are good too. I know. There's too many options there. Uh, we'll go with pizza and movie. My go to movie is *Legally Blonde*.
1: Mm. I like a little Reese Witherspoon yeah. action. Very good, Chris.
3: All right, TV show. I'm going to go. On. You said TV show or movie, right? Correct. All right, right. got to go. to *The Office*. Mm. Keep me entertained. Mm. Twenty four seven and laughing. For music, the Beatles catalog. Nice. And for food, nothing really specific. Probably a double cheeseburger from McDonald's with mac sauce, no pickles, add bacon.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Not specific at all.
1: <laughs> you haven't thought about that one, I guess. Okay, and Scott, what about, I have actually a fun story for you, Chris. Oh. Okay. Um, I'm from Los Angeles. So okay. I was born and raised there for 29 years before I've been banished to Northeast Ohio for the past 20. <laughs> but um, one of my jobs there was working for Capitol Records. And we was able to go to the Hollywood studio. And twice a year, they they had two recording studios in the basement of Capitol Records there, the big circle of records you see in all the movies, and everything. And twice a year, you can go in there and they would put every single Capitol record out that they owned... And you could buy them for a dollar a piece. And the Beatles was part of Apple's EMI uh, uh, wow. label, so I was able to get the entire collection oh of God. Beatle albums. They have a little. They they cut out a little hole. They put a little hole punch in them, so okay. you can't really sell yeah. them for collection. Then my brother sold them for drugs. So that's another no. story. But you <laughs> <in laughs> I had every single Beatles album ever after working there for a couple? Wow, wow that is amazing. It was fun. Scott, what about you? We got one food item, one uh TV show or movie and uh one piece of music.
2: All right, can okay, so uh for the food, can it be a drink? Can it be a beverage? Sure. Okay, Diet Coke light ice. Um the music is Beach Boys. Uh anything Beach Boys. And then the movie Howard Stern's Private Parts. I can watch that thing over and over and over again. Howard Stern is what inspired me to want to do radio so i love that movie
1: i like it that's great howard cern is an amazing uh what we all strive to in comedy radio for sure that's for sure right <laughs> all right last question question number five um i gotta look back up hold on a second oh, i didn't like that one all right um I'm going to switch this one up last second.
3: These are amazing questions, by the way. I know. <laughs>
1: really- I like having fun with them. All right. Uh, let me go from one of my other shows here. All right. All right. Question number five. If you were to write your autobiography using only song titles, what... Two to three song titles would be your bi- autobiography so far in life, Chris.
2: Thank heaven for little girl. No, just kidding.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, this rated <laughs> NC seventeen. Real quick. Okay, very good. Yeah. Chris, go ahead.
3: Um. Oh man. I'm just. I'm looking up. Gosh, that's this is, this is, that's pretty hard. Um. After I met Scott, I'd probably say Highway to Hell, but um. <laughs> <laughs> man um trying to come with a good answer here this is this is a really this is a good question what's my favorite songs probably nothing I could say on here um you know I'm gonna go um well, how, how about what a wonderful world let's go let's go cheesy let's say what a wonderful world looking at the glass half full
1: there you go. Very positive. All right. Scott, do you have one for us or two or three?
2: Uh yeah. Don't stop believing. Uh, imagine. By the great John Lennon. Imagine
3: too. And I also misread the question. I thought it was three or two or three words. <laughs> oh <laughs> my <making all> <laughs> So
2: don't stop stop believing, imagine and uh ooh, we are the champions.
1: Ooh, okay. You can think of two more, Chris, while Nick right. answers. Nick, Perfect. give me three.
4: All right. So probably my first one would be the song This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. That song is like my my anthem. Um, another one would be For Forever from Dear Evan Hansen. Nice. I love that Shows for me is just the mental health um, portion. Um, I don't know the third one. Maybe Moana, like how far I'll go.
1: That'll work. I like that. Yeah. Chris, you wouldn't have, have gone of... with It's
4: Raining Men? Ooh. <laughs> that's that's in my younger days. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm going to go Dancing Queen and
4: Starman. And your gay percentage just went up. <laughs> <laughs> Chris
3: loves All Alba. Right. I do love that.
1: God, I love the lab in the evening. I love that. Okay. Guys, we made it through five questions. Thanks so much for playing with us. Let all my listeners know where they can find you. Nick, why don't you let them know where they can find your amazing travel site that caters both to our straight allies and LGBTQ uh, community. Where can they find you there?
4: Yeah, you can find me at com or on Facebook and Instagram at sandpipervacations.com
1: Super duper. Chris, if they want to follow you on social media, where can they find you? They
3: search Chris Yob if you want to follow me, my my personal stuff for any odd reason. Not very, not very fun. But uh, I am fun on the podcast that I'm on. You can follow me on my Disney History Podcast at DizHisPod on all social media. And then Scott's going to tell you how to find me on the No New Friends Podcast. Way better than I can explain it.
1: There you go. Mr. Yeah. Radio Voice himself, Scott Maffay.
2: Sure. Yeah, you can check out all of our social media links. They're right there on our website, no podcast.com. We're on the Facebook, the Instagram, the YouTube, the Twitter, the TikTok. Uh, I tried to do the Snapchat, but I don't know how to use that. Uh, you can follow me, Scott Maffay, on all social media. You can also follow Chris, the scumbag reselling hoarder, on the Instagram.
1: I love it. Gentlemen, thanks for playing Five Questions. Guys, if it's Tuesday, we'll be back with another Five Questions With next week. Have a great evening, everyone. Bye-bye. All righty, guys. Welcome back to the Left of Straight Show. It's time for another Five Questions With. If it's Tuesday, it's time for questions. My special guests today are Emily Sotello matlack Dedeker Winston, and Jace Lindgren, all of the Multi-Amory podcast. Guys, how are we doing today?
6: Doing Great. great.
1: We had such a great conversation with them. I think it was a great conversation to have for Pride Month about multi-amory and all the different aspects of sexuality. If you missed the interview, check out my link below. Um, we had a great conversation last week. You guys ready to play a little five questions? Oh yes. boy, here we go. I, I, I guess
6: <laughs> I'm scared. I
5: don't know
1: what to expect. <laughs> huh? uh, I think you can get through it. That's all right. you don't, you don't, no, no pressure. All right. First question for anybody and for all of you guys. What's maybe the funniest misinterpretation of multi-amory that you guys have heard? Well, oh.
6: that right there, that that like multi-amory is a word, I think. A lot of people, <laughs> it is a word. I mean, it is our podcast name, but it's just part of a joke. So it's a lot of people say polyamory is wrong. It should be polyphilia or multi-amory. And it's because what, like, the Greek and Latin are together instead of just... The
7: punchline is that you shouldn't mix (laughs) Greek and Latin roots. Yes. You know, and like, poly is Greek and amory is Latin. Yeah.
6: There you go. Exactly. But a lot of people just think they kind of conflate like polyamory with multiamory, that they're one in the same. But we say that multi-amory is just multiple forms of love. And that's, I think we got really lucky calling our podcast and our book that because it can mean so many different things, not just polyamory. And our show is now about any type of love, I think, not just multi or not just polyamory. So yeah, multi-amory is not necessarily just about non-monogamy.
1: I love that. Fantastic. All right. Question number two. This one's for each of you. You're, hosti- you're hosting a multi-amory dinner party and you can invite any three people, dead or Ooh. alive, who do you invite and what relationship topic do you want to discuss with them? Emily, who Ooh. are you inviting?
6: Uh, I was first going to say Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> I think she'd be really interesting anyways. But then I was also going to say Esther Perel. I really would love to have a conversation with Esther Perel and would love to be, uh, have her on the show or vice versa. Mm -hmm. And then, gosh, who's another one? I mean, again, I'm just going to shout out, like, I want to be on Dan Savage's show too, or have (laughs) him on. So there you go. All all of my like aspirational people to meet and to interview maybe one day.
1: There Mm. you go. I'm a hugger and a tagger. I'll tag good old Dan on this. (laughs) Oh, Oh, lovely. Dedekirk, what's who would you invite
7: um well, okay yeah i guess i'll just stay on brand from like what i was talking about at the end of our interview um but like honestly if i'm inviting someone to a dinner party i would love to invite doctors john and julie gottman uh just to like really mm. like talk brass hacks about the state of like relationship research the state of research on non-monogamy you know maybe ask some pointed questions about the way that they handle the non-monogamy question. So maybe, I don't know. I don't think it would be a tense dinner party. I could make it fun. I'm pretty sure. Um, and then, gosh, a third person. I really don't know. Jace, I need to think about this. So I think you need to jump in.
1: <laughs> That's all right. I only really needed one from each of you. So we're okay.
7: Okay. All right. But, yeah. Okay. Like,
1: we're we'll you, ex- you can get a bonus
7: point. If you tell me what vegan dish
1: is being served at the dinner.
7: Oh boy, what vegan dish? Um Dediger's
6: not the vegan of this.
7: Yeah, I know Emily's the vegan, but no, this is good. It's good to to pose the question to me though, so I can By see all means. What, if I can get a bonus point from Emily as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, what vegan dish? Uh, well, uh, I make a good vegan chili relleno that I think actually I got from you, Emily. So Yuck. that's probably
8: going
1: to be what would be served. <laughs> Amazing. There you go. I was giving that to you because we do know that Emily is our foremost vegan here. Emily, what would
6: you say? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, well, this is, I was going to go with something that Dedeker gave me, which is the um, the vegetarian udon dish. Dedeker oh, yeah. and Jason go to uh, Japan very, very often. And I have had the pleasure of going twice to Japan with them. And while we're there, Dedeker tends to make some really gorgeous Japanese dishes. And so. I would probably take one of those and and veganize it.
1: Nice, I love that. <laughs> and Jace, you're we have one more person left to invite to this dinner party. <clears throat> Who are you going to bring, and what topic are you going to discuss?
5: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a hard left turn from Emily <laughs> and Dedeker's serious answers, and I'm gonna invite Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs>
6: and <laughs>
5: amazing the topic we're going to talk about is how we need to be best friends because i just think she's so cool and i love her music and i think we'd be good pals i had a dream where we became friends call
1: me maybe i like it exactly very very nice all right so let's go back and let's give each one of you a question again here for question number three you found a magic lamp in the back of the studio the genie grants you three podcast related wishes What are each of your one wishes?
7: Dedeker? Okay. Uh, An exponential spike in listenership.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's the one you get.
5: That's the one I get, yeah. Uh, I think for me, it would be honestly related, which would be uh, that we could afford to have the podcast be our full-time jobs Mm. so that we're not trying to work our several other jobs at the
1: same time. Good one. Emily?
6: yeah that was going to be mine but i i think a way to get there hopefully is to be able to go have some talks at places like universities or corporations and discuss things like how non-monogamy can be normalized and it is okay and we're not weirdos and you know just sort of talking to people about the fact that we don't need to be scared of non-monogamy and that we should be able to implement more rights into workplaces and things along those lines so i would love to do more corporate talks and stuff like that
1: there you go i love that three great wishes all right last question this is question number four but last question will each answer individually you have your brand new book out multi-amory essential tools for modern relationships if you could be the character a fictional character from any book who would you choose and what would you do for the day Jace, we'll start with you. Oh, God.
7: Oh, God, yeah, yeah it goes. goes,
5: right. Yeah, it goes. Um, gosh, a fictional character from any book. <laughs> um, okay, <clears throat> I uh, read a lot of science fiction and also fantasy, and oh my gosh, I, I'm completely blanking on the name of this character right now. Hold on, let me look it up.
7: <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, there's an extra book in the series I didn't even know about. Oh, right. Okay.
7: <laughs>
6: okay.
1: Okay. research all of a sudden. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
5: yeah. So, uh, right. So I read a lot of this, and there was this series that I came across uh, called The Last Sun, like S-U-N. Son uh, by Katie Edwards. And it's kind of a fantasy, you know, magic, magic is involved. It's like the city of Atlantis has been hidden from us this whole time. And that's where all the magic users live. The Atlanteans are the people who do magic. It's kind of about that, but it's um, got these great, uh, like lots of great queer themes, honestly, in it, as well as kind of themes of finding your own family, building your own family. Cause just the character kind of comes from this, shitty royalty family who's just full of prejudices and are terrible people for the most part. (laughs) So anyway, but, uh, the character that I really like in that is actually his best friend character. Who's just kind of the, like, you know, he's, he's super fit, like works out and is there and like helps out his, his friend who is like the love of his life but in kind of this platonic best friend brother adopted brother kind of a way and i just love their connection so i would do that and then of course what i'd be doing is uh you know saving saving the world from evil magic
1: (laughs) i love it emily how about yourself
6: I think just for nostalgic reasons, I would say Joe from Little Women, just because I love that character. She's amazing. And I used to read that book with my grandmother when I was growing up. So, and it would be lovely to, you know, have sisters. I never had siblings growing up. So that sounds like a fun
7: time. I love that. Dedica, what about you? Okay, so... This is not necessarily like my favorite book, but maybe one of my favorite characters, Morgan Le Fay from The Mists of Avalon. Um, Because looking back on it, I read that in college before I really had any chance to actually explore my sexuality or non-monogamy or things like that. And in retrospect, looking back at Morgan Le Fay in that book, she was very bisexual and also very non-monogamous like everyone in that book was you know there was a lot of it was a lot of like really taking Arthurian legend and just making it sexier and witchier which (laughs) is my whole vibe so (laughs) so yeah so I think it would probably be a day of like I don't know potions and group sex I guess
1: Mm, that sounds (laughs) great
7: I know (laughs) that's one of my
1: favorite series Merlin that was kind of based on all that they uh, love that yes was even Green last, question. <laughs> <laughs> last question um for all of you which one of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse and why
6: Jace probably
7: yeah i think it would be jace i really? think he's, he's like a macgyver type
6: dude <laughs> i mean yeah, yes
7: yes it's because you're yeah. totally macgyvery you'd be the one where you're like i can build a car yeah, for of, sure. You know, a, a tree force, and my so, yeah. hard drive. You know, yeah, like you could you could rebuild the internet. Like, I think Jace would be the one that would not only really survive, but you would help everyone else survive. That's true. It's Jace. I <laughs>
1: love I definitely it. Go.
7: All right, my good
1: friends, Emily Dedeker and Jace from the Multi Amory podcast. You survive five questions. Jace, do me a favor plug where they can find your book and your website and your great podcast, please.
5: Yeah, uh, just search for Multiamory and you will find us all over the interwebs. Uh, Multiamory.com is our site and multiamory.com slash book is where you can get all the information about ordering our book. And then, of course, if you just search it in your podcast player, you can find it there.
1: There you go, guys. Thanks so much for playing five questions. We'll be back with another five questions next week. You're listening to Left to Straight Show right here in the Left to Straight Radio Network. Have a great day. Alrighty everyone. Welcome back. It's time for another five questions with because if it's Tuesday, it's time for five questions. And today I have a very special guest in studio. Mr. Mark Schwab is here. He's an amazing producer, writer, director, actor. He does it all. If you missed our interview, be sure to check it out down below. Mark is uh, talking about two projects these days. He has a fantastic film, Brotherly Lives, that was out last year. That's now available video on demand. You can find it at to one of your favorite video on demand suppliers near you. And coming up for film festivals and streaming very soon is the follow-up Exteriors that is not quite a uh, it's a continuation, we'll say, not a sequel. So Mark, welcome back to Left a Straight Show. How are we doing, my friend? Doing fantastic. Well, we had such a great chat last week. I can't wait to talk to you and do a little five questions with. Are you ready to have a little fun, my friend?
9: Hit me with it. Sock it to me.
1: All right. Question number one, Mark. You're a fantastic writer, director, and producer. We talked about that. You've even acted in your films. If you were to throw a dinner party for four people, living or deceased, in each of those professions, who would you like to invite? What writer, director, actor, and producer would you like to have dinner with and pick their brains?
9: Okay. Uh, writer, I would pick Patty Chayefsky. Uh Absolutely. Uh, guy wrote Network and uh, Altered States and. The hospital. I would pick him as the writer. Director, absolutely Sidney Lamette. Uh no question, one of my patron saints of filmmaking. Uh as far as acting, I gotta go with Marlon Brando. I mean, he would be so fascinating. He'd talk mm-hmm. about anything just about, and I would love to talk to Marlon Brando. And then uh as far as producer, you know, I gotta go back, I gotta get David O'Selnznick, uh because I mean, I, the guy did so much speed. I'm sure he would be—he would come, you know, ready to go and just be not be a, a wallflower over there. Uh, so that would be—that'd be a fun dinner party. Those four, that really would.
1: That would be an amazing dinner party. You got to invite me to that one. I love it. <laughs> All right, question number two. If you could be any fictional character for a day from a classic movie or television show, who would you choose to be, and what would you do for the day?
9: A classic character from a fictional movie show. Uh, goodness, you know it's it's you know I I, I have to admit I'd, pro- I'd the first person that comes to mind would be Willy Wonka. I would love to be Willy Wonka. Um, all day in the chocolate factory and having, and having guests through and, and yeah, the Gene Wilder one, not the, not the Johnny Depp one, the Gene Wilder one. Uh, and just to eat all that delicious candy all day. I love desserts. Uh, that would really be fun because he just looked like he thoroughly enjoyed what he did and was purely creative and reveled in all of it. That's probably And I would invite, you know, five kids and their parents through the, I would give them a tour. That's what I would do. I would love to do that. <laughs>
1: That is so cool. And the original minions, the Oompa Loompas, I like that a lot. Very cool. I'd pay them well, would
9: <laughs> nice. not exploit them. <laughs>
1: There you go. Of course. Of course. All right. Question number three, kind of in the vein. I mean, you've been very successful. We talked about in your interview of using some of the same actors in your movies and everything old is new again in Hollywood all the time with sequels and such. If you could remake any movie or television show, what would you like to remake as a writer and director for? And what roles would you like to put Pano, Christian, Jacob or Jose
9: in? Oh wow! You know what would be a great remake, and I could I could put them all in there. I would love to remake Fantastic Voyage. Uh, I would love to remake that, and and I know or that or Logan's Run. One of those two, Fantastic Voyage or Logan's Run. And I know there are scripts for both of those out there floating around, but they're not. No one's happy with them, I guess. But that would be. I love both those movies, and there'd be plenty of roles for those those guys to, to run around in either in Logan's run or in fantastic voyage. Those would be the two I'd pick. Definitely.
1: Good choices. I think Logan's run was probably my first kind of sci-fi movie. I think I ever
9: saw back in the day. It's still was, terrific. Logan's um, run holds very up very, exciting. very well. Very, very well. Yeah, you know, and I got—I got to ask. Who's the uh, actor? One. I think I knew I was gay back then. What Was that Michael? Michael Who's York. The lead Michael name? York and Richard Jordan. Michael York. Oh, Michael York, and they have the gay scene where he's dialing up all the the, the hookups, and then and a, and a and a male shows up and just kind of gives him a sultry look, and he just kind of shrugs, and I, it's a kind of a gay positive moment in there. Actually, I like that. I remember that
1: and I like it in that blonde little feathered hair back in the day. I remember that. Well, (laughs) I do. All right. Question number four, if you can invent a new holiday, what would it be called and how would you celebrate it?
9: Ooh, a new holiday, man. I think if I, if I was going to, invent a new holiday, I would really invent a holiday to go vote uh, where everybody has the day off and they get paid to go and just vote. Uh, That would be the one I would do. Absolutely. I think that's so important. Uh, The day of voting, uh, you should just be able to not have to think about anything. Go to your polling place, show up and vote. That would be the holiday I would do. And every employer has to honor it. Well said from your lips. I've been hoping
1: for that forever. Mm -hmm. Great choice. I like that. All right. Question number five. What would the title of your autobiography be so far using only two to three movie titles?
9: Two to three movie titles. Uh, I would say... You know, I could I could do it with one. I could do it with one movie title. I would call it Stand by Me. I think is what I would call it. Yeah.
8: Very one of my nice. very favorite
9: movies of all time. Very well said. And it's it's appropriate. It's appropriate. Stand by Me. Yeah.
1: I like it. Well, Mark Schwab, thank you so much for playing Five Questions. Again, guys, if you missed our interview from last week, be sure to check it out down below. Mark, let everyone know where they can find your website for Diamond in the Rough Films, and uh, they can kind of find you through social media and everything from that.
9: You can always find it with D-I-T-R Films. <clears throat> so www.ditrfilms Films, which stands for Diamond in the Rough Films. And you can always just Google Diamond in the Rough Films, or our SEO comes up nicely there. It, uh, it pops up real fast. And we're on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we are on Facebook also, uh, all under DITR Films. That's the quickest way to find us.
1: Fantastic. Thanks for playing with us today, Mark. I appreciate it. Guys, if it's Tuesday, it's time for five questions with. We appreciate you listening in. You're listening to the Left of Straight show right here on Left of Straight Radio next Tuesday. If it's Tuesday, it'll be time for five questions with. Have a great afternoon, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Left of Straight Show, where we talk entertainment, music, books, foodies, and more each week with special guest interviews of interest to the LGBTQ community and our straight allies. Direct from the entertainment capital of Northeast Ohio. Northeast Ohio. Your host, Scott Fullerton, chats with some of your favorite entertainers, celebrities, newsmakers, and behind-the-scenes people across the country and around the world who make it all happen. So sit back, grab your favorite beverage, and let's start talking.
1: Welcome back. If it's Tuesday, it's time for another five questions with today. I'm very happy to bring back the leftist to Straight show, Mr. Pano Soklas. We had a fantastic interview last week. If you missed it, be sure to check out the link down below. If you don't know, Pano's of course an amazing YouTube star he has almost 9 million views on his YouTube channel and also a fantastic, uh, it does well in music and acting as well. We talked about his current films on the last interview Hannah, welcome back. You ready to play a little five questions, my friend?
10: Thanks for having me back. Let's do it.
1: All right, here we go. Uh, first question for you: uh, If you ever had, a, if you were to throw a dinner party for any three people from your chosen genres, what is one YouTuber, one musician, and one acting person you'd invite to this dinner party, and why?
10: Okay, um, my the YouTuber would probably be uh trisha paytas because i think she is just like hilarious and just would be a fun character to have at the dinner party (laughs) one musician would probably be um, i would say ah, that's a tough one maybe this uh DJ producer Moon Boots, just because I've been really into his music lately and I'd kind of want to like pick his brain about how he comes up with his like vibes, you know? Nice. And then one actor, I would say maybe Timothy Chalamet.
1: Nice, nice choice. I never turned down dinner with Timothy Chalamet. That is for damn sure. All right, very good. Question number two. We talked about almost 9 million views, over 110,000 subscribers on YouTube. What's the funniest or strangest fan encounter you've ever had so far?
10: Oh man, uh, you know what? They're they're never really like that like strange or funny. I would say if anybody ever like comes up to me, it's really, you know, pretty nice. I would say kind of recently, what's kind of nice is uh, there's like a, a club here in Dallas and the guy who works the front and takes covers, the cover uh, knows me. So he's just been like letting me in for free, which has been kind
1: of nice.
8: Nice.
1: <laughs> the perks of fame. There you go. I love it. Too funny. All right. Question number three, my friend. If you were to start your own YouTube challenge or trend, what would it be called and what would the participants have to do? Um,
10: hmm. It's a good question. I would say, I don't know if this would be like a YouTube challenge or trend, but I would love to do some sort of like online gay dating show sort of thing and be like the host of it. Maybe like, you know, like the gay bachelor online or something like that.
1: Nice. I like it. All right. Question number four, put on your music hat for a second. Who would you like to see in a lip sync battle on Hello Cool J Show?
10: Mm, just
1: anybody any two people
9: uh
10: i would say oh gosh this is hard now i'm like overthinking it
1: um
6: <laughs> uh, mm,
10: <laughs>
1: my dad and my little brother i love it that is great I forgot I was gonna ask you in the interview and I never did. I miss seeing your your brother on your YouTube channel, your older brother there, the handsome brother. <laughs> He's actually
10: believe it or not. Oh really? Four years younger, yeah.
1: I thought he was older. That's funny. That long hair gave him away, I guess. I don't know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good. Last question, my friend. Uh, let's put on your acting hat again. Since everything is a reboot these days, especially now with the writer's strike, they're not going to be doing anything new for a bit. What would you like to see rebooted for you to play as a major character? And what character would you like to be? Um, Hmm. Probably.
5: Hmm.
10: <laughs> I would love to be in like... Um, like skins but if they did a reboot and they're like in college or something like that i've always i've always seen myself kind of doing well on a sort of like um sort of like euphoria skins type tv drama
1: nice i like it very good you survived five questions my friend Panosocles right here in the leftist straight show answering five questions let everyone know where they can find that youtube channel and find you on social media
10: Sure. I'm uh youtube.com slash panot, or you could just look up P A N O space T. Uh, my Instagram is Pano Pancakes, and I'm on TikTok at I am underscore panos.
1: Terrific. Pano, thanks so much for being uh, on the Left of Straight show answering five questions. Guys, if it's Tuesday, it's time for another five questions. Tune in every Tuesday right here in the Left of Straight Radio Network. Have a good afternoon, everyone. Bye bye.
0: Thanks for listening to The Left of Straight Show. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast distributor and please give us a five-star rating so more listeners can find us. You can follow us on social media and be sure to check out our website, www.leftofstraightradio.com, for contests and other news and information. See you next week. Welcome to the Left of Straight Show, where we talk entertainment, music, books, foodies, and more each week with special guest interviews of interest to the LGBTQ community and our straight allies. Direct from the entertainment capital of Northeast Ohio. Northeast Ohio. Your host, Scott Fullerton, chats with some of your favorite entertainers, celebrities, newsmakers, and behind-the-scenes people across the country and around the world who make it all happen. So sit back, grab your favorite beverage, and let's start talking.
1: back for another five questions with and today i'm so excited to have my good friend mr terry ray is here he's an amazing actor writer and producer all the way from beautiful downtown palm springs california terry ray how the heck are you sir
11: i am terrific scott it's lovely to be with you
1: i love talking to you my friend if you missed my interview with terry last week check the link down below we talked all about his amazing new theater company had a successful first year run called The Bent in Palm Springs. Also always working on so many great projects. Terry, you ready to play a little five questions? Let's do it. What do you got? All right, let's go. Let's see. Um, you had an early claim to fame on the game show Scrabble with Chuck Woolery. A little problematic to talk about now. <laughs> but uh, what game show, if you had a choice to uh, compete on another one, what would you go on today and how do you think you'd do? Can I pick a classic one?
11: Um, sure. Password. I'd love to do Password. Who would be your other celebrity guest? If I could pick anybody in the world, even the, from the grave, I would pick Betty White. Uh-huh. Betty White and Password. It doesn't get any better than that.
1: It doesn't Hello? get any better than that. It's like uh-huh. Bert Convy and Tattle People are un... you can't break these <laughs> people up. I love it. Very, very cool. All right, question number two. You created many a hilarious high-concept series, including working with your friend Don Wells, on she's still on that freaking island. If you were stranded on a desert island, what one food would you want to bring with you? What type of music would you want to bring? Who would you want to listen to? And what book or television show would you want to bring?
11: Okay, food. I think I would have pizza. Because it didn't matter how fat I get, right? I just have pizza you and know. like everything. It's got it all. Uh, uh, music. Uh, I, I just like like give me some give me some Etta James. Okay, I'm just gonna listen to mm. some Etta James. Um, and who am I with?
1: And uh, what um, what kind of a movie play or book will you bring with you to pass the time? Ooh. I
11: would bring an empty diary and write my own.
1: I love that answer. Very, very good. All righty. Question number three kind of goes along with what we just said here. If you could travel back in time and have a conversation with any actor or actress that has passed, who would it be? And what would you want to talk about?
11: Hmm. Uh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I right now, uh, I would. I, I guess I would. Oh, it's so hard. I love so many classic actors. I would think I would have to say Lucille Ball at the moment. Uh, but I was about to say mm-hmm. well, Jimmy Stewart. And I was also about to say Betty Davis, and I was also about to say Katherine Hepburn. But but Lucille Ball came out of my mouth. And uh, <laughs> I would just. I just want to love talk, Lucy. Uh, I just. I just want to talk to her about what it was like for her. I mean, you know, as a person, she's not that funny, but as an actress, she's hilarious. So I just, I wanna talk to her about how she did it all.
1: Yeah. That would be an amazing conversation. I had just talked to Del Shores about her the other day. I've been a Lucy fan forever. Back when I lived in California, there was a bunch of us that would go Christmas caroling in Beverly Hills every year uh, to all the different cool houses along the Beverly Hills streets and byways. And we'd go out to dinner somewhere at DeBevick's or someplace fun in Beverly Hills. But uh, Lucille Ball's house, you can walk right up to her front door on her little brick walkway there. And we sang to her three years in a row, I think. She was always there. And our very first year, she would come out, and there was a little window above her, her door in the walkway, and we were singing to her. And we it was our first year doing it, and we spilled wax all over her bricks, and we didn't know to bring waxless candles, and we all felt so bad. But she sat there and listened to us sing the entire year. I loved her. Oh my loved god, love her so much. I got to. Um, She's amazing. Her, her her last
11: her last day as an actress, she was on a, a sitcom called Life with Lucy. Uh, that got mm-hmm. canceled. And I happened to barely get in the audience. I was the last person let in because Lucy Arnaz's friend didn't show up. So I was sitting next to Lucy Arnaz and her husband. And Lucille Ball came out and she went straight to me and she said, kid, what's your name? And I said, you know, Terry. And the entire night, everything she said was to me. Terry this, Terry that. And like she, Gail Gordon was in the show. She said, Terry, Gail can stand his head. You wanna see Gail stand his head? And, you know, he was 80 something years old. I'm like, sure. Yeah, stay on your head for Terry. Like that it was the whole night was to me. And then later that night the show got canceled and she didn't act anymore. But that was um, like I had that magical night where somehow she just picked me to be her person. It was That
1: is amazing and magical. Oh my gosh, what a memory. That is yeah. great. It was great. Oh All right, question number four. You've become the ruler of your own country. What would you name it? And what would your first three laws you pass be? Oh my gosh.
11: Um, uh, let's see. What would I name my country? Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, let's see. I would name it super gorgeous land. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> super gorgeous land. And, and um, Every one law is everybody gets paid enough money to pay their bills. And the other other law is you must support your local theaters. <laughs> you have to like. take plays and you have to enjoy them. And um
1: my I'm last question, to the local theater yes. Yes.
11: and my <laughs> last law is you have to be nice. I love it. Just have to be nice.
1: My right, last question, Terry Ray. You are always the hardest working man in show business. I never see you take a vacation. If you could go anywhere for a week and money was no object, where would you go and why?
11: Oh my gosh, I have been so lucky. I I literally, I I haven't had time now, but I have been to every continent except Antarctica. I've gotten to travel quite a bit, uh, but I really have only barely been to Asia. So I, I, I think that I would have to do a big Asian tour because i i just i need to <laughs> and then i want to do a lot of the south pacific islands which i haven't done so and then of course gotta get to antarctica so I might get all those continents in there you go i'm cheating i'm naming great several-
1: answers Terry Ray. i like it thanks for playing five questions my friend very good let everyone know where they can find your amazing theater company and where they can find you on social
11: uh you can find the bent at the bent dot org and you can find uh, information about me that needs to be updated but will be updated at terryray.tv and you can find me on Facebook and Terry Ray or electricitytheplay.com. dot com. Uh you can just Google me. I am
1: <laughs> I like it. Terry Ray, thanks for playing five questions, guys. We'll be back with another five questions with with another special guests of the show next week. You're listening to Left of Straight Show right here in the Left of Straight Radio Network. Have a great day.
0: Thanks for listening to the Left of Straight Show. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast distributor and please give us a five-star rating so more listeners can find us. You can follow us on social media and be sure to check out our website, www.leftofstraightradio.com, for contests and other news and information. See you next week. Welcome to the Left of Straight Show, where we talk entertainment, music, books, foodies, and more each week with special guest interviews of interest to the LGBTQ community and our straight allies. Direct from the entertainment capital of Northeast Ohio. Northeast Ohio. Your host, Scott Fullerton, chats with some of your favorite entertainers, celebrities, newsmakers, and behind-the-scenes people across the country and around the world who make it all happen. So sit back, grab your favorite beverage, and let's start talking.
1: Back, welcome to another Five Questions with today. I have the honor of having my friend, the amazing and talented writer, director, producer, Golden Girls, Gilmore Girls, Roseanne, everything else in between. Plays a plenty, Mister Stan Zimmerman. How the heck are you, sir?
8: I'm doing great. How are you? You forgot the Brady Bunch.
1: The Brady Bunch and a very, very Brady sequel, of course. George and- Very true. Very true. We got to do it all. Guys, Stan is back to play little five questions. If you missed our interview, we did a far-reaching catch-up interview last week. You can check the link down below here. Stan, I'm going to play five goofy questions with you. You ready, my friend? Let's do it. All right. Question number one. You are known for iconic series and projects such as Golden Girls, Gilmore Girls, Roseanne, the very Brady sequel, more. What is the one show, television, or movie you have worked on, credited or not, that you might have been the most proud of that we haven't talked about too much?
8: Wow. Um, I'll say the most fun was the Brady Bunch movies because we were really appreciated and it got to tap into the campy part of me, the smart part of me, the silly part of me, and all the pop culture that I love.
1: I love that. And Betty Thomas had to be a joy to work with, I bet.
8: Oh, making her laugh. and fall. We, we got her to fall on the floor laughing. So you you knew, you knew <laughs> we got to her.
1: I love that. All right, question number two. Speaking of those big three there, your girls, if you could bring one character from each of those shows to another, who would you like to write for on another show? You could bring one Gilmore girl and put her on either Roseanne or Golden Girls, and one of each. How would you move these characters around a bit? Who that, would you refund for you to write for?
8: That is fantastic. What popped into my head was, I would love to see Sophia and Lorelei together. I think they should take like a little trip somewhere. I think they, you know, and also because I got to be friends with Lauren Graham and Estelle Getty, I feel like I'd want the three of us to be in a camper or a big Winnebago and drive across America. Uh, those are two very special ladies and two wonderful characters uh, created by Susan Harris and Amy Sherman-Palladino. And uh, they're, they were just a joy, but they're also so smart and hysterical and loving. Um, they deserve to be in a room together.
1: I love that answer. That would be amazing. All right. Uh, question number three. If you could create a TV show where every character was played by the same actor, what actor would you choose to play those roles and why?
8: Wow. That, that's, that's a lot. Uh, I, I love so many actors. I could think of you know, <laughs> just a, a whole bunch that I would love to see. Oddly, the person that popped into my head, I'm, and now I'm thinking Meryl Streep, of course, but I went right to Alice and Janney. I don't know why. Uh, I think she is so talented and so gifted, and funny and dramatic. Uh, I met her at a party and I made her laugh and was like, "I can go home now. I'm done." And I, I just went for the door. I'm like, "That's it." Um, I just respect her so much. I would love to work with her one day. I just, I just think she's super cool. And but then I like there's Lori Metcalf who can do anything, and just you want to watch her. So they're kind of in the same ballpark you know and I'll throw an Alan coming too why not right so you can't just give me one <laughs> I love actors so much and I'm go' an actor and I'm like oh they could do this they could do that' um, I guess. <laughs> very excited all
1: right I'll give you three but we could probably go on all day but those are three fantastic tw- I'm a huge Allison fanny fan oh my gosh um, all right question number four. Uh, we talked about your amazing modern take on the Diary of Anne Frank in an interview we did last week. If you could direct a stage production of any other TV show or movie, what would you choose and why you think it would translate well to the stage?
8: Huh. <laughs> that, uh, again, I have so many ideas that I want to translate to the stage. Um, one that I'm reading now, the original book of The Turning Point, which was a movie about ballet that was made with Shirley MacLaine and Anne Bancroft and Baryshnikov. Wow. If you haven't seen the movie, it's a beautiful movie and Baryshnikov's dancing is incredible, but it's about a relationship between two women that started young when they were in the same ballet company and now they're older and they've each gone separate ways and made separate choices in life. I feel like that would be a really good play, possibly a musical um, on stage. I don't know why I'm drawn to that um i love yeah. it I, yeah. I am
1: not familiar with that i amazing you know, castle i mean i know it's a especially as much as i dance It's very. i cool. think if
8: you you get that movie and you and your mom watch it tonight
1: i will do it i promise all right question number five uh oh this is interesting how would you describe your life so far but only using three to five titles from productions you've worked on over the past jillion
9: years.
8: Oh, my God. Um, so, um, I, titles of episodes, maybe. I, I would have to pick, actually, the titles of uh, the three Golden Girls episodes we wrote, Blanche and the Younger Man, uh, because I was a younger man when I worked on that, and um, I have fallen in love with some younger men um, to get a little spicy here. Um, 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 it was also called Rose's Mother because it was about mothers. So obviously, my mom meant a lot, mo- meant and does mean a lot to me. Um, uh, adult education was the <laughs> second one because. I feel I learned how to be an adult through this business. I came in it so young, um, not really knowing anything, having studied it and read Variety, like had a, a subscription to Variety sent to me in Detroit, Michigan from when I was 13. Um, yeah, becoming an adult in this town. And uh, I was just driving around the other day and I go, I can't believe my adult life was living in Hollywood. and. To show you what that means to me, when I was 13, my parents said, we'll take you, my brother and sister, all three of us said, we'll take you anywhere in the world. Just you, not the other kids. Just my parents and one of us. We each at 13 got to go anywhere in the world. My brother chose Israel. What do you think I chose? Hollywood. Hollywood. I love that. Anywhere in the world. I choose Hollywood. Yes, So it was destiny to be here. You
1: were writing your own programming for TV back when you were a kid, too.
8: (laughs) Yeah, it it all made sense, yeah. Exactly. I I think those titles.
1: Very good. Stan Zimmerman, you made it through five questions. Sir, it's always an honor to have you show. Make sure you let everyone know where they can find you on social media and your website, sir.
8: Zimmerman, Stan everywhere.
1: Very good. Guys, that's five questions. stands everyone will be back next Tuesday with another five questions with. You're listening to Left of Straight Show right here on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Have a great week, everybody. All right, I'm going to hit stop recording. And-
0: Thanks for listening to the Left of Straight Show. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast distributor and please give us a five-star rating so more listeners can find us. You can follow us on social media, and be sure to check out our website, www.leftofstraightradio.com, for contests and other news and information. See you
8: next week.